Hi, I'm Denise Simpson, a master life and leadership coach who helps women step into their authentic and feminine power so they can lead like visionaries, influence with grace, and create a legacy of contribution and service. You'll hear about real leadership clients with real problems, navigating their success in life, business, and career. If you're ready to become a masterful leader, then this podcast was made for you. So let's get started. Hey friend, welcome back. I want to talk about you. Yes, you. You know, I obsess over you and my clients' results. This is such a strong value that I have as a leader, as a woman, as a business owner. I am always looking at ways to serve and to help another human being on their journey. And I get to a point where obsession over your results come in and I need to pull back at times. Um, It's not healthy if we're not in a coaching relationship, but if we are in a coaching relationship, it's all about you. And I feel like our weekly episodes here on my podcast allows me to provide you with tools, with insights, with techniques, with principles that will help you transform your life. So in a way, I am contributing and serving you at your personal and your professional sides of life. And today is no different. We are going to talk about your mid-year self-review. I know, mid-year (laughs) self-review. So if you're in leadership, you know we conduct annual reviews on our employees. And it is something that is same time, right? Same place every year. HR gets involved because we get our packets from HR. We have an opportunity before the appointment with our employee to look over their last year's review and what you had decided to work on together, right? We look at the rating scale. We look at objectives and measurements that they either met or did not meet. And so it's a big thing in an organization. These are very important times because these these evaluations will determine a person's pay increase, pay raise, lateral movement, vertical movement in the organization. So, so important. But as leaders, we're not conducting our own self-reviews, right? We are so focused on being great mothers great providers. We have, you know, the invisible work that they call where we have 40 plus hour work weeks and then we go home and we have this invisible workload. I mean, it's not invisible like the laundry or the dishes, but (laughs) there's invisible work that needs to be done that is tied to emotional work, right? Because a lot of us are emotional drivers of the family. We're the ones that are carrying these values. And we have this invisible work that nobody tells us we need to do until you start having a family. 
And so while you're having physical, literal work in the organization, you come home and yes, there's, there's the domestic work and also the invisible work of holding it down for everybody. And this is where we neglect ourselves in taking care of us. And this is why the mid-year self-review is really important. Now, I did not do an annual self-review in 2020. I gave myself so much grace. I didn't want to judge my output, my actions, my behaviors. I just wanted to end the year as as calmly as I could. And let me tell you why. Well, first of all, we were in the middle of a pandemic, but also December for me was really, really busy. I had a 19-day training to become an NLP board certified trainer and had spent weeks leading up to that 19-day training studying, studying like I've never studied before. And I remembered making comments to my trainers at that time that this was harder than a PhD. (laughs) I thought it was really, really challenging for me. And I mean, I'm excited. I was super excited to be in the program, but I had a lot of anxiety leading up to the actual face-to-face training. And we did it face-to-face in Austin and it was amazing. And it turned out to be one of the greatest experience I've ever had in personal development that would allow me to serve leaders through professional coaching and executive coaching. And I took full advantage of this opportunity. But at the end of that 19-day training, I needed a couple of weeks to recover. And so I had shut down my business a few weeks leading up to the training so that I I could study and then I can go through the 19-day training and then recuperate after. So come January is when I opened the Masters of Leadership Institute, where we have two programs. One is the monthly program where I coach women in leadership and provide them with professional development so they can master the skill of leadership. And I jumped right in in January into the into my program and marketing it and you know just wrapping my arms around it. It it was just wonderful to leave 2020 and start with a new goal and a new focus where I would end all of my corporate projects and consulting jobs. I wanted to fully embrace my heart, my brain, my spirit in the Masters of Leadership Institute offerings. And that's exactly what I did and what I've been doing today. So December 2020, I did not want to look back. I didn't want to do a review. And usually I am on top of my reviews. I'm looking at my support systems. I'm looking at my my business systems. I'm looking at my personal finances, my personal health and wellness. I'm looking at how I served my clients. So I'm looking at all aspects of my life, not just the business aspect, but definitely my personal aspect. And 2020 was just really challenging in so many ways for me that I needed to not do it. I just needed to not face reality. And what happened by not facing reality, by not doing my annual self-review, was that I found myself in a very interesting health crisis. I'd gained over 25 pounds. I was 
suffering from anxiety and yes, some depression, I was really losing the quality of my intimate relationship with my spouse. I was losing the quality of friendships that I had built for so long, that I had cared for for so long. And I started to see subtle shifts in my attitude towards people, my attitude towards myself, so much more judgment would come through. And when you are very hyper self-critical, then chances are you are hyper critical of others. And I started to find myself being on edge and so many other things that, that, were, that went unnoticed. You know, had I done that annual self-review in December, I would have had, you know, instant realization of what I was creating in my life and, and results that were yet to be created, but were further along on that result journey. And here I am now in July committing to doing this self-review and it's mid-year because I don't want to be caught off guard again. Because I was, I mean, I was, I was again, wanting to practice grace and reverence for my brain, for my heart, for what I had dealt with. And here I was a few months into 2021, realizing that so much went unnoticed and uncared for, that I was starting to sacrifice a lot of myself for my business. So business was booming, business was super prosperous, but every other aspect of my life was not. And so I'm committing to doing this mid-year self-review and an annual self-review at the end of this year. And I want to do this with you so that we are conscious of what we're creating, conscious of what we're about to create, and and how to really tap into what we want to accomplish this year. What is going to bring us more joy, more happiness, more prosperity? I don't want to create by default. I want to be intentional with the results in my life. And 2020 proved to be just really, really interesting in my personal life. And I want 2021 to be different. And so join me as we talk about this mid-year self-review. So think of this as you, the leader, evaluating the employee, (laughs) you, the employee. And so self-reviews are really challenging because we have to practice self-honesty here. And many of us don't want to face reality like I could not in 2020. Many of us have created habits around self-indulgence, around numbing, around buffering. And I buffer with food and drink. For me, if I feel discomfort, if, if I feel any kind of unpleasant emotion, I am going straight to the refrigerator. And this is how I numb those negative emotions. Therefore, not coming to terms with reality, not coming to terms with these negative emotions, not allowing them to to move through my body the way they're intended to. Instead, they're being lodged and stuck or glossed over with dopamine through, you know, 
emotional eating and binge eating like I have been known to do. And so it's time to practice self-honesty and have grace and reverence for what comes up for you next. So if you are ready, let's get started on this mid-year self-review. If you are able, get a pen and paper. If you are not, wait until you are home or back at the office to do this work. So on that paper, I want for you to write down the six primary areas of a person's life, your life. And I want you to jot down number one, finances, number two, relationships, number three, health, number four, career or business, number five, development, and development can be personal development um, or you know personal growth. And the last thing I want you to jot down is fun slash recreation. So again, those areas are finances, relationships, health, career or business, development, and last, fun slash recreation. So these are the six primary areas of a person's life. We could put any context of your life into one of these six areas. And it's said that the top three, finances, relationships, and health, are where you have the most challenge in. When you think about it, personal finances is related to how you know we make a living. It's related to shelter, to where we live, paying our bills, survival skills, right? Relationships, another big one. We're looking at relationship with ourselves, with our own minds, with our own bodies, and relationship with others. And then that third one was health. Big one, right? Health and wellness, mental well-being, physical health, even spiritual health can fall into this category. So again, it said that these three, these top three are the ones that we are most challenged in. That may be true for you. It may not be true for you at this season, this particular season of your life. For me, I can tell you health is a big one here um, this year and relationships is the next on my list and everything else um, falls into its proper rank. And so I want for you to pick the top three areas, three of these six that we just listed that you want to pay closer attention to. And how we can do this or how we can we can figure out which ones are the ones that are most important to us right now are by looking at the results that you have created. So results can be results that are impeding our progress. They are creating more harm than good. They're creating more pain and suffering in our lives. Or they're results that are creating more wealth and health and joy and fulfillment in our lives. So we have two different types of results. So I want for you, as you're looking at your top three areas of your life, the results that you've created in each of these areas, are they positive results? Are they bringing more expansion and growth in your life? Or are they causing a whole lot of pain and suffering? Write them down. For example, 
My health is number one on that list. Then relationships. And my third is going to be fun and recreation. (laughs) I don't have enough fun or recreation. So it's in my top three. But if we look at number one, health, and creating the result of a 25-pound weight gain back in 2020, and still from January up until this date, I am hyper-focused on my health and wellness. Not just my weight, not just my physical health, but also my mental well-being because I had a lot of anxiety and depression. And I suffer through a lot of mood swings and, and a lot of interesting emotional things that I have to intentionally be on top of or stay on top of. And so health is number one. And I've I've listed out all the results that I've created. Results that are not helping me. They're causing more pain and suffering. And I'm also listing the results that are creating more health and wellness. So I've got two separate lists that I'm running. Results that are yielding more pain and suffering and results that are yielding more health and vitality. And so what I want for you to do is take that first area of your life and jot down some results that you are creating on either side of that list. Results that are yielding positive uh, things in your life and results that are yielding negative things in your life. And I want for us to look at the positive results, the positive things that that we created in that particular context, in that particular area. Like for me, health. Yes, 25 pound weight gain, that's definitely a negative result. It is impacting all areas of my life, not just my health. But I'm also looking specifically at the result of hiring a personal trainer. That is going to yield positive results. And I've been with my personal trainer now for four weeks. And I'm so excited that I did this. Now, again, we're in July. So it took me a little while to really, really get the emotional grasp around why I gained so much weight, why I was so unconscious in my eating, and what I can do differently moving forward. So I then took action and yielded a result of hiring a personal trainer and working out with this personal trainer for the last four weeks. And we're going to do a check-in here very soon, and he'll do a full body analysis on me, and we're going to see what results we're yielding from that four-week personal training journey with him. So I want for you to give your brain equal airtime to the negative result and the positive result. I don't want us to stay stuck in the negative result. Now, if you are in a position where you're doing this work and you are seeing that you have not yielded a positive result yet in that context, in that area of your life, I want for you to have grace right here, right now. I want for you to not... Let your brain run with stories of why you have not taken action or why you have not created positive results. This is okay. This is the planning stage that you're in. I am four weeks post yielding a positive result from this negative result. And so I want for you, if you're in that position, I want for you to jot down some action steps 
some actions that you can take today that will yield either immediate positive results or long-term positive results. So it's really about finding conscious awareness around what you've been creating, the unintentional results in your life, and what you want to intentionally create and the actions that you're going to need to yield these positive results in your life. So that's the only difference between where I am today analyzing my health and where you are analyzing your area of your life and and still assessing and planning for these action steps that you're going to take. That's the only difference between us at this point is that you're just a step behind. No big deal. And please, please, please don't let your brain create these crazy stories of why you don't deserve it, why you're not worthy, why you haven't done it yet. So be easy with yourself at this point. And so I want for you to do this exercise for your top three areas of your life. And I did it for relationships and I also did this for fun slash recreation. I have not been on a trip in so long. I've taken short little, you know, three-day things, three-day getaways, but not a vacation. Because first of all, I my life's a vacation, honestly. I mean, I get to shut down my business whenever I want, which I don't. <laughs> um, but I get to plan around really my my clients if I want. And so this year, between now and the end of the year, I am planning for some big time, big time vacations, trips and and getaways often because I I don't do them very often. But I'm now going to put that as a priority. So that when I do my annual review, I'm going to take out these top three again, and I'm going to list out the positive results that I've yielded from this mid-year self-review. And I'm going to look across the entire year. And we'll we'll do an episode on that come December. But for now, we're mid-year. So look at the last six months. What did you yield, positive or negative? What has allowed you to grow and expand in your life, in your business, or in your career? Or maybe grow and expand in your relationships, in your intimate relationships, or maybe in your finances, or maybe in the fun or recreation aspect of your life. Right? I want for you to practice self-honesty here, look at the last six months, and then do this exercise for these top three areas. Another thing that I want you to do is to do a baseline assessment. As a good researcher, I'm always looking for a baseline to measure against in the future. So a baseline assessment looks like you rating yourself from a scale of one to 10, how fulfilled you are in each of these areas. So for example, my number one is health. Again, my number two is relationships and my number three is fun slash recreation. On a scale of one to 10, one being the the most unfulfilled, right? And 10 being the, the most fulfilled, I would rank my health at about a three right now, right? That's pretty low. But now on the opposite end of that spectrum, my career and business is prospering. I I rate that as a 10 right now. So career business is a 10, but my health is at a three. And my personal finances are at a 10, but my relationships are at a four. 
My personal development is at maybe a nine. And my fun and recreation right now is at a four. So I get to list these six primary areas of my life, do a Likert measurement, a Likert scale on one to 10, one being the least fulfilled or unfulfilled and 10 being the most fulfilled and measure that and put the date, whatever date you are listening to this and you're working through this. Because when we do our annual review, we're going to do a post test and we're going to measure all the actions that we've taken between now and at the end of the year and the results that we've yielded, where will we be in December on a scale of one to 10 regarding your fulfillment? Because listen, my friend, I don't want to do anything if if it's not going to yield fulfillment or joy or love or expansion or growth. I'm done with everything else. I want to do something that is going to yield me so much positive results that I get to go and help others because of what I created out of fulfillment, out of joy, out of prosperity. I mean, think about it. We do things because of how it's going to make us feel or how we think we're going to feel at the end. Like, you know, we're not going to run a race because, you know, we're hating, we're hating how we think we're going to feel at the end. No, we're going to run a marathon because of how it's going to make us feel, how the journey was to getting to that end result. Because it's also in the journey that we need to be mindful of. Like, I'm not going to sacrifice myself anymore. I'm not going to torture myself just to get the end result of a, of a $1 million business. I don't think so, my friends. And I know you don't want that either. I want the entire journey and the result to be so fulfilling. I mean, sure, it's going to be effort. Sure, I'm going to have to take action. Sure, I'm going to have to practice courage. But I want for that journey to be mostly fulfilling for me. So think about that for yourself as you are listing these six primary areas. I want you to focus on those top three. I want for you to do that exercise where you put in two columns the results that you've yielded a negative result and and the other side of the column where it's positive results. And then do this Likert scale measurement. Remember, this is your baseline. It's your pretest. Because come December, we're going to measure those results against these baseline numbers. And so it's important, my friend, that we do this mid-year self-review. So our checking in with yourself, we want to create intentionally. We want to be deliberate creators of our lives. And so let us now find conscious awareness around what we've, what we've been creating and what we want to create instead. It's not too late. We still have a chance to make this an amazing year, my friend. So do this work, do yourself this favor. Let's do this self-review together. And when you are ready to share your results, or if you have any questions from me, DM me over on Instagram at Dr. Denise Simpson. I'm here to support you. I'm here to obsess over your results. I'm here to, to, to share everything I have with you. And so I want for us to have an amazing rest of 2021 together. All right, my friend, thank you for your time today. I'm looking forward to serving you on our next episode. Take good care.
Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to join me inside my exclusive coaching membership for women in leadership, just like you. I want to help you become a masterful leader with the help of a community of the most powerful women on this planet. My membership is called Masters of Leadership. Yes, of course it would be called that. (laughs) So whether you're a novice or a master, you have to join us. You're going to get the support that you need and deserve inside my membership. So head over to drdenisesimpson.com forward slash M-O-L. That website again is drdenisesimpson.com forward slash M-O-L. You deserve this, my friend. So join us inside. See you soon.